Yes, yes, welcome to the all-new Viper Radio, hosted by yours truly. I'm Future Bound, and each month I'm going to be giving you the latest, freshest, and most epic D&B around, with a fair few exclusives thrown in for good measure. Also, each episode, I'm going to be touching base with guests from around the world of D&B. Not just the producers, not just DJs, club promoters, and friends from around the world. Also, each episode, I'm going to be diving back in time into the Viper vaults, the section where I pull out a Viper classic from the catalogue. This year's been awful to say the least, but at least we got the music to make us feel better. Without further ado, I'm going to kick off the show with something brand new from one of Viper's latest signings. Straight out of Czech Republic, this is Madface alongside Simplex and features the fast-rising VOE on vocals. Face and this is Wiper Radio. Keep it locked.
I'm Future Bad, and you're in tune to Viper Radio. I opened up the show with a brand new single by Mad Face and Simplex featuring BOE called Call On You. Then straight into Dimension Organ, taken from his album Organ. And right now you're listening to my latest single, Dangerous. More new music from me very soon. But now I'm going to play a brand new beat by one of DB's most consistent artists. Someone who never puts a foot wrong, in my opinion. This is brand new from Tantra Desire, and the track's called Resistance. Let's go. man like Wilkinson. This one's called Frontline. It's first of 2021 since his album with Sub Focus, which I was a massive fan of. The word banger springs to mind. And you can catch this on his brand new label, Sleepless. Looking forward to hearing more from that. Shout to Wilkinson. And I'm swiftly going to move into something brand new from Coven, who are our first guests on Viper Radio. You'll be able to listen to that interview shortly. This one's taken from their forthcoming deluxe album of their Butterfly Effects album, which came out last year. And this is graphics on the remix for Worlds Collide. You are listening to Viper Radio. I thought I had to choose another way. 
follow us on Instagram forward slash Viper Recordings. You're listening to Viper Radio. Keep it locked. Bad, and you're in tune to Viper Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're enjoying the sounds. I've been playing you the most epic DMV that's been catching my ear as of late. Right now, you're listening to a brand new track by Jack Mirror featuring LEX, and this one's called Junipero out now on Viper. And before that, I played you something brand new from a guy who's been coming through with some hot music over the last two years S9. And that track was called Get It Right out on Ready Devices label, Device. And from one of the new school producers, into someone who's been around the block a fair few times. He's released a couple of albums so far in his career, and he's currently working on his third. Yes, it's the man, Scientific. And this is his brand new single, Woman. Love this.
you listen to a brand new track called Neo Funk, taken from a brand new EP by Dub Elements, straight out of Seville in Spain. Big shout going out to Salim and Antonio, those guys also do a great night down there in Seville. I played there about two years ago and it was just, it was like a riot in there, so good. This is one of the tracks taken from their brand new Mind Shaker EP, out now on Viper, and the production is next level I have to say. And don't forget, you can listen to all our new releases on Viper. If Spotify's your thing, head over to our official Viper recordings playlist. Yeah. 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 
let's move into our first interview for Viper Radio. And it's with an act who've been gaining strength year after year and who I've had the pleasure of working with on Viper. And I'm pleased to say I'm joined by Katie from Colvin. Katie, what's happening? You good? I'm good, friend. How are you doing? I'm great, mate. I'll be a lot better when we're back on the road or flying off to DJ again. Getting a little bit tedious now, isn't it? All this. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So what's going on? The album came out this time last year. Butterfly Effect, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the album came out a year ago. The, the album came out the same day as the first lockdown was announced. So that was fun. Uh, <laughs> But um, it, it has been surprisingly positive in terms of uh, music doing, like doing, still doing a lot for us. Um, I was very, very panicked in the beginning that it was, it meant that everyone was going to stop caring. There was like no, no, everyone's just going to forget about us. Which I'm, I'm sure a lot of other artists felt like there's sudden this this panic of like if you're not constantly in people's faces, like and on shows and and you know posting content and and showing what you're doing. Um, people are going to still care about you when this is all over but it, it's been so lovely the response that we got from the album has been so nice it's kind of really carried us through this this dark time so yeah it's yeah i really felt sorry for guys like yourselves who've been working hard towards finishing your album and not just that also working towards a, a tour off the back of it and then pandemic to kick in and it takes away all the touring i mean i've worked on albums myself um i've worked at multiple artist albums on the label and I know how hard it is to get over the finishing line. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely some massive cons with with how it went because we had like a massive tour, um, but that we weren't able to do. But then the pros of it was that we having having the album to release and all of that to to focus on was a big help, and it meant that we were still active and we still had a lot going on, and and it, it was kind of like a nice distraction. Um, because it, it still felt like there was so much going on for us. Um, and then when that kind of, when, when we felt like, well, what do we do now? We just went back to writing, uh, which is why we then had the idea of doing this like deluxe version of it. So we've got like all the remixes and then some more original track. Um, so just trying to make the best of a bad situation, but all the time with the hope that eventually we can still do this tour. Like we still want to tour this album. Technically the album's a year old now, but it's not really because we haven't been able to tour it yet. So you know, as the album was coming out, the release date was fast approaching, the pandemic had kicked off. Do you guys not think about like maybe postponing the album five or six months down the line and see how the whole picture looked then? I can see why a lot of people would have done that, but for us, it was there was too much in motion. Like it was literally like the day or the day before, so it was too late. Um, and then I, I think I saw that a lot of people were postponing putting out their music, and then they just gave up postponing it, and they still were putting it out. I think people started to realise that nobody knew what they were waiting for and when they were waiting for. So there wasn't really any point of being like, "Oh, I'm going to hold this back," because actually, people really need music. They really needed music. Like it, it got people through through it, and we got so many messages from people saying how much the album has helped them through this difficult time. So, in a weird way, it, it, it's made the album quite special for some people. So, I mean, with Coven's music, even though it has an, a, a huge impact when you play it on the dance floor, it's great to listen to it, you know, at home or you know, training or whatever you're doing, you know. Yeah. I think it's brilliant the way you know Coven's gone now, where you're, you're performing a DJ show, but also singing lyrics live on stage as well. You know, it's it's brilliant. Oh, thanks, friend. Yeah, we we are we're very lucky that we can cross over from the kind of like sad, like oh, I'm at home listening to my music, feeling a bit melancholy, or just put a bit of Coven on. We can kind of cross over from that to like, oh, I feel really good. I'm in the middle of a rave. I'm on the dance floor. Um, it's to be able to cross through um, not just different genres but like different emotions of music as well and um, for people to 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 not be mad at us for it basically like sometimes you see some artists they try to change the style of their genre and their, their audience don't really like it but we've been very lucky that we've crossed over so many different styles genres emotions sounds and and we've always been very lucky to get a positive response so yeah we're, we're definitely lucky in that in that respect so obviously when you've just finished the albums, it's kind of like getting straight into tour mode. Um, obviously you guys unfortunately couldn't do that because of what's going on, but uh, did you just feel like just putting your feet up and having some time at the studio? No, we haven't at all. And I, I feel more for Max because this was this was supposed to be Max's time to put his feet up. Like I, obviously I, we, write, we write together, I'm the vocalist, 
production is 99% him and I'll never try to claim that as being me because that is what he is and he's, a, in my opinion, he's a musical genius. So he was working so, so hard to get all these deadlines of all the production finished. You know, we write together and I'll, I'll help with like the melodies and the vocals and stuff, but he's the one who's got to get all the mix downs done, you know, all the technical hard ear bleeding stuff. Like he's the one that has to do that. So it was always like this kind of running joke that it was like he had to work really, really hard. And then I was about to go and do this massive tour and it was my turn to, to work really hard. And he was going to do really hard. Yeah, but, you know, let's not take away what you bring to Cove and Katie, you know. Um, someone's got to write those vocals and execute them as well. But, look, that's what makes a band, isn't it? You know, that's the beauty about a duo. You know, we all have our different roles to play. Definitely. It's not just about producing the tracks. Someone's got to do one-to-one -one networking and stuff like that, you know, and kind of play the shows. Someone's got to deal with the social media side of it. You know, there's so many things that we have to do as artists to make sure that we're cutting through. Definitely. We have a very good team dynamic. I'm, I'm very, very happy with how me and Max work. It, it's, it seems to work really, really well. And um, it's quite a good thing as well. Like he, he doesn't really want the spotlight. Like uh, we get a lot of messages of people saying, why is Max never really in the forefront of the photos? And why is Max, um, he's not really the one on the Instagram stories. But he doesn't want to be. He doesn't really like that. It's not, it's not him. And it's very much me. <laughs> You know, I could sense from the early years of working with you guys at Viper that, you know, that just wasn't Max's personality. You know, he wasn't that guy who wants to get on stage and get on the mic and stuff like that, you know? He, he's, his comfort zone is making music. Exactly, yeah. And it's, it's funny because in this industry, you feel like you have to be an all-rounder and you, it's like, some he just wants to make music. He just yeah. wants to be creative. He doesn't necessarily want to be the person that's on the stage getting all that attention. Whereas a lot of other people, like you and me, for example, we love that part like that part's amazing for us we want to be on the stage we want to have all of that like those moments are incredible and don't get me wrong max loves coming to shows um but with his travel anxiety it just became increasingly difficult for him to to get to the shows and then it became more of a worry for him and and it was just so much easier so did it get so bad where it just got to the point where you just thought i gotta start doing this myself yeah definitely and I think he's more than happy for me to talk about it. Um, so he was struggling anyway. He'd struggled to kind of just get to like one show in Europe and um, and he would do it and he would do it with, he'd have to have a few beers and then take a few Valium. And then when we done a, a five week stint of like Australia, New Zealand, this is back in 2017, it was so bad for his health because he, what he was, the, the, pressure he's having to put on his body and his mind in order to just get flight after flight after flight after flight it wasn't good it, it's not good for anybody like it's grueling enough anyway if you even if you don't mind traveling those sort of situations are quite difficult but if you have travel anxiety and you are put in a situation where for five weeks you have no option but to get plane after plane it's it's so detrimental if we're on tour and you're playing late night shows festivals or whatever and then it's straight back to the hotel early morning flight sleeping patterns completely out of sync you're eating whenever you can it's not good for the body you know um for someone like max who's suffering from anxiety and he's not the only one there's so many people out there who are going through the same thing you know and it must have been upsetting for you you know while your partner's feeling like that yeah definitely definitely it was it was a hard time and uh, the only thing I miss, I miss traveling with Max. I miss having someone to travel with, but it's definitely easier to just go and do it by yourself. I think even even in a duo, if the other person doesn't necessarily like have any issues like that, sometimes it is easier just to play a show by yourself because you don't have to worry about what the other person's doing. Like, you know what it's yeah, like yeah. in a duo. Sometimes you play shows together. Sometimes you just rock up and do it by yourself. And Yeah, I hear what you're saying, Katie. There's so much prep work that needs to go into the performances, you know? Um... And yeah, it's it's good, isn't it, just to be able to focus on what you're going to do. So, the album, Butterfly Effect, it's been out a year now, right? And uh, you've just dropped the new deluxe version of it, which is now available in all the stores, right? Yes, coming out next week. Very exciting. Yeah, it's sounding great. you got some hot remixes on there. I know. I'm so, so happy with the results of it and, and what everybody's delivered to us. And it was a real personal project for us because everyone that we've approached, like we've approached on a personal level because they're people who's just like, we just love their music. So, because for me, when I'm playing tracks, like when I, everyone always says to me, like, you always look like you're having such a good time when you're on the stage. It's because I only play music I love. Like I won't play a song if I don't love it. 
and I don't want to get a remix that I don't love because I don't want to have to play it if I don't love it. So I'm so pleased with everything that we've come with, that we've got back for that remix pack, remix package. Is is um yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, the favourite for me was the graphics remix. I played it early on in the show. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I like that remix a lot. Yeah, Josh has done a lovely job. Definitely. So it's March and we're celebrating women internationally. You've been a female coming through in the industry. Now, how's it been for you? I. Yeah, I I have been so incredibly lucky. Um, I feel so privileged to be in this position that I'm in at the moment of being kind of the forefront of, um, you know, a, a, I don't have to say it without being big-headed, but like a, a fairly decent name within drum and bass, I guess. Like A-listers now, I believe. <laughs> That's your words, and I'll take it. A-listers of the arms A&B world. Um, I, I feel so, so privileged and, and I know how lucky I am to be in this situation and I, I get a lot of messages from, from girls, women, um, saying that it's very inspirational to see. Uh, and, I, and I suppose it is quite different because it is different for the, for the woman to take the lead in, in this kind of environment. Um, but I'm, I'm also seeing so, so much strong female um, talent coming through at the moment as well, which is really, really lovely to see. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's been, I think it's been quite a positive year for kind of people pushing themselves online. Um, yeah, I mean, particularly the last few years, I've seen so many new female artists coming through. It's brilliant. There are so many real solid, real strong female DJs coming through now, and, and they are they're doing it through talent. They're not they're not doing well because they're female. They're doing well because they're doing what they're doing really well, yeah. So yeah, last couple of weeks we've been given some hopeful signs. Maybe we'll be back on the road soon, eh? Yeah, I'm trying to keep positive, which I'm sure everybody is. You get those kind of moments. I think because we've all had these, so many letdowns and so many disappointments over the last year that we're kind of a bit dubious about actually being excited about it. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt, our government's let us down over the last 12 months. But um, if you look at the way New Zealand and Australia have dealt with this whole thing, you know, they've been the example to the rest of the world on how to deal with this. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's, it's difficult to watch other countries living normally, isn't it? And then, and having that real envy of thinking that, oh, that could have been us. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I've seen a lot of the guys from the scene going down to New Zealand over the last couple of months. And, um, God, it's so hard to watch the, sh the parties that they're all playing at, you know? Yeah, definitely. I've got a little bit of uh, NZMV. But I... Uh, I didn't want to do it though. I, I don't want to be in a hotel for two weeks. Like I can't. And it's, it's like, you know, it's like, cause you've got a family and you're going away for a tour and you already got to be away for quite a big chunk of time. Then you've got to chuck that additional two weeks on the front of that. And then probably even make the tour a little bit longer to make up for the fact that you've had that two weeks. So it's, it's a commitment. I, I respect everybody that's done it, but. Yeah, I mean, it's not easy to go down to uh, the other side of the world and stay in a hotel room for two weeks. No, I think people think it's like, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, just watch Netflix for two weeks. Like, <laughs> a very long time and you will go a little bit mad. I guess maybe if you took some studio tours down with you, you know, just the bare essentials there and, you know, lock yourself off from the world. Maybe you could, it could be productive in that way. True, yeah, definitely. Although I've seen some of the Instagram stories from the people that are doing it at the moment and it looks quite grim. You know what as well? I'm really fussy with food. I don't know if I could deal with somebody just dropping a little box of food at my door three times a day and I just have to eat what's in it. I'd be like, but hopefully, hopefully we'll be back to normal soon and hopefully I'll be seeing you backstage having a few beers. Uh, yeah, some backstage antics. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's been awesome to catch up with you today, Katie, and you know, giving us the lowdown about what's going on with Coven and um, wishing you all the best for the new Deluxe album, which is out now. Thank you, thank you. It's been lovely to catch up and hopefully I'll see you in real life soon. Future Bound presents Viper Radio. Viper Radio. Great to catch up with Katie from Coven there. But let's get back to the music. And on the last part of the show, I've got a lot of exclusives to play you. Kicking off with this brand new from Trey and Lee Matthews. This one's called Lights Out and will be released on Viper in April. Let's go.
straight out of New Zealand. That's some tear out DB right there. Sounds of Trey and Lee Matthews. Love that. But let's move into something brand new from Murdoch's Deluxe album. This one's called Stronger, featuring Jenna G, and this is my remix. This is Miss Trouble, and you're locked into Future Bound presents Viper Radio.
This is Giganti, and you're listening to Viber Radio. played you a series of heaters on the bounce there. After my remix of Murdoch, I went straight into a brand new thing by Trey called Chunker. Great name, Trev. Big shout to Trev, Gina, and all the Hawks based family down there in New Zealand. Then I went into something brand new by Black Rose. And both of those are forthcoming Viper. And in the background, you're listening to a brand new cut by Giganti called Legs which is out in April on Viper. And now let's move into something by one of the dons of DMB, Sounds of TC, and this one's called Extra Dollars. I think we could all do with some extra dollars right now.
It's Future Bound and you're listening to Viper Radio. Right now you're in tune to a track by a new outfit called Have. This one's called Bounce and it's forthcoming on Viper next month. This single also comes with a great vocal track called Heavy Right Now, which I'll play you on episode two. I'm gonna play you one more before we finish up episode one and it's time for the Viper vaults to be opened. I'm gonna play you something by the prototypes featuring IMRR, an absolute Viper classic called Kill the Silence. I'm sure you all know this one. Until next month, stay safe. Listening to Viper Radio. They want me dead or alive. I'm always good on the outside. They call me me if they try. I only move in darkness. They want me dead or alive. I'm always good on the outside. They call me me if they try. I only move in darkness. Instagram forward slash Viper Recordings.